Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Tito's Vodka. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy, Johnny Radio. I got Brian Dacus hanging out. We got Johnny Hill in the house as well. And you know it's 12 o'clock on a Wednesday, so it's time to talk with Russell Copeland. You know him from, oh, the Bills, the NFL, the Eagles, the Packers, and, of course, playing for our very own Memphis Tigers right here. He's going to be our wide receiver today, and we're talking all things NFL. Got a lot to get to six weeks in. No teams are undefeated. News galore, great matchups this week. But I got to remind you, doesn't matter if you're on the field, doesn't matter if you're on the road, everybody needs protection. Make sure you have the best, and the best is Bob Simpson over at State Farm Insurance. He can buckle you up with auto insurance, back you up with life and health insurance, cover your business, whether it's starting, growing, or maturing. And if you're a homeowner or a renter, don't forget to insure your house. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call Bob Simpson today, 901-381-1233, or go online and get a free quote at bobsimpson.org. Stay protected with your good neighbor, Bob Simpson. Coat, what's up, my friend? How you doing, Johnny? Man, I am doing good. Fresh off a nice vacation, Cope. Uh, NFL's kicking and uh, college football's going. We got October baseball. Life is good. But now we're six weeks in the books. No one, like I said, is undefeated in the National Football League. Um, who are some of the serious contenders in the AFC and in the NFC? Well, well, Johnny, I think after the first quarter, uh, you know, you talked about teams not not being undefeated. I just think the parity is at a very high level, and you know, I'm a, I'm gonna start with the NFC. I, I think for me, the Niners and the Eagles, um, for me, are are at the top. Uh, we'll definitely see after this weekend. The Eagles have a really tough game against the Dolphins. I think the Seahawks, the Lions, and the Cowboys are right there. Um, I think when you look at the Seahawks, the Lions, and the Cowboys, it's all about st- sustaining. Uh, can the Seahawks and the Lions be able to sustain? Because we're really not accustomed to seeing the Lions have, you, you know, start off this well, um, be playing this good. And and the same thing for the Seahawks. The past couple of years, I think the Seahawks and Pete Carroll has done a tremendous job. But when you look at the Dallas Cowboys, for me, I, I think that's the enigma. I think when you look at the Dallas yeah. Cowboys roster on both sides of the football I, I think they have the players to be able to compete to win that division and also go deep in the playoffs. But I, I think um, Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy, can they be able to elevate this team to beat really good teams? Meaning that I can't get excited about winning it over the Patriots, the Giants, or the Jets, not even the Chargers. Because when they played against the 49ers, they were embarrassed. They were beaten on both sides of the football, and and I thought I was looking at Terrence Crawford versus Errol Spence. You know, <laughs> you know that's how one sided that that was. So, you know, they have an opportunity with their schedule. They got the Eagles coming up in a couple of weeks. They got an opportunity to win some games that are winnable, teams that are really not above five hundred. But again, with the Dallas Cowboys, it's going to come down to the end of November and December. Can this football team go into the playoffs? Can they beat teams that are going to be in the playoffs? But that's the enigma. I think the Cowboys have the roster, um, but I just doesn't. I just do not have a lot of of hope for the Cowboys. 
And the other thing about it is, is like, I just don't trust, like, I mean, I don't trust Mike McCarthy, his expressions and the way he runs his offense like he did in the final 44 seconds with two timeouts in the bag. They ran one little play. It was Tony Pollard under low uh-huh. pass, got two yards, and then let the clock run all the way down to three seconds, called a timeout, took a timeout to halftime, and just kicked and, and played just for the three. And I understand points are at a premium in a game that's, you know, right at that point was mm-hmm. seven, you know, seven to 10 or whatever it was, uh, you know, seven to seven, and you get the halftime lead. I get it. It's very important. But man, you won't even take a shot. And that just for me is saying, like, he doesn't trust his offensive play calling or he doesn't trust the guys out there or, or the guy out there who's pulling the trigger. You, you know, it ended up working out for them. Um, but you hit the nail on the head, and and, and I think what I saw to Dak Prescott was very impressive this past game. I thought I he played a great game. Legs, yes, using his legs, I think they have to implement that more. Um, but it's just time and time again, when you look at this Dallas Cowboys football team, you get excited. You're like, hey, this is the team that's going to really go deep in the playoffs. And then they play against the 49ers a couple of weeks ago, and, and they're totally embarrassed. So for me, I want to be able to see the Dallas Cowboys. Let's let's revisit this conversation at the end of November when they got that stretch run, when they got the Dolphins, they got the Bills, they got the Lions. They they have those teams. Let's let's revisit and see how the Dallas Cowboys are playing because right now and in the end of September and October, they've got a pretty easy schedule. But the rubber's going to hit the road at the end of November and December. And and I want to see how they're responding to really good teams. Well, um, we got a couple of good teams playing this weekend and we talk, you talked about the Lions and you mentioned them and how good they're playing, you know, football right now. Uh, it's crazy. They're five and one and they've beat some serious teams. Um, it, this is, it hasn't been a patty cake schedule. I mean, remember they way back when they opened it up the season on Thursday night, they did beat the Chiefs. Um, of course they played, you know, the Falcons. They do have the Panthers in there, but they went, you know, to Green Bay, took care of business. They went down to Tampa, took care of mm-hmm. the Bucks. Well, this is a different animal, especially on the road. They have to go to Baltimore and play the Ravens. I'm kind of mm-hmm. curious, man. AFC v NFC, the Lions who are on top at five and one and feeling good. You got the Ravens at four and two. Who you like in this game and why? Man, you, you know, I really do like the Lions thus far. And, and before the season started, we were all on. I picked the Lions to win the division. I think they, they were coming last year. Um, I think both of these football teams have really good defenses. And, and I think, honestly, this game will come down to which quarterback can play the best but protect the football. And I'm going to give the slight edge to Lamar Jackson. I, I think he can be the difference maker, but – you know, it's really a coin toss because their defenses play really well. They're they're able to get after the passer. They're able to get the turnovers they need. They're playing complimentary football on 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 that defensive side. But I think Lamar Jackson will get the the edge over Jared Goff. I think he'll play a little bit better down the stretch. But I really like this matchup. I'll be tuned in. That's for sure. I'll tell you one thing. Um, you know, Lamar Jackson. I think everybody. I mean, former MVP. My man just broke the bank. You know, Jared Goff may have taken a Rams team to a Super Bowl, but he was always mm-hmm. that stopgap. Sean McVay didn't want him. He was supposed to be mm-hmm. a stopgap in Detroit. But once, man, it was it's kind of crazy if you look back over it. You know, the last, I think it's 34 games since Dan Campbell took over um, and changed the offensive coordinator and then also took over play calling. Jared Goff, 
man, is just been lighting it up. One of the best play action quarterbacks in the National mm-hmm. Football League. Amara St. Brown is a legit number one. Mm-hmm. David Montgomery's running the football for him. Dan Campbell is just a tough SOB. Like this is a tough physical football team. They, they, they kind of wear their coach on their, you know, their sleeves and they, they act like mm-hmm. a defense and offense. And I'm just so surprised. I mean, are you surprised that Jared Goff has elevated himself to being, I mean, he does not turn the football over. Well, no, I'm not surprised. I think Jared Goff was underappreciated. When you look at the physical, um, you know, the assets of Jared Goff, he doesn't have the strongest arm. And I think when you look at the Rams, he still was able to lead that team through a Super Bowl appearance. I think when you look at the big physical arm, I think they wanted to go with Stafford. And, you know, when Jared Goff goes with the Detroit Lions, I don't think many people thought that he was going to be able to elevate this team. And right now, everyone is – is excited in Detroit because it's been a long, long time since this team has has gotten off to the record they have. But the optimism uh, that that they have in Detroit with Jared Goff leading uh, this football team. And you talk about college, Deion Sanders, how his team responds to him and how they go out and play. Very similar um, to what Dan Campbell, his team, does behind him. They believe in him. They fight. They play. They have his type of mentality. So I'm really excited and happy that the Detroit Lions are playing as well, and maybe this year Thanksgiving game will, will really mean something when Detroit plays. Man, no kidding. Uh, it's it's wild. And again, they finished the season strong last year, and they've come out fighting. Uh, they come out swinging. Um, can you figure out the Chargers, by the way? I was talking about this yesterday after watching Monday night's game. I've watched this team a lot this year. Um, I look at the names, Khalil Mack, Bosa, mm-hmm. Derwin James on the defense. Their coach is supposedly a defensive guy and Brandon Staley. They go out there and get Kellen Moore. You have Justin Herbert. You got mm-hmm. Eckler. You got all the weapons and everything that you need. But for some reason, when, when the rubber meets the road and they need a big drive or they need to win or, or, you know, when it's crunch time, they always fall up short. Right now, Justin Herbert, He's leading the league in fourth quarter comebacks since he's entered the league. He's also leading the league in fourth quarter interceptions when his team's within one score at 14. 14 come running quarterbacks, 14 where he throws an interception when they have a chance to win. Can you tell if this Chargers team is a good or bad football team? Well, I mean, you just basically, you know, put everything out there as far as their roster offensively and defensively. I mean, their roster is as good as anyone. Um, but I, I think you, you have to start with their, their head coach. I think I when, when Staley came in in 2021, uh, the team previous year was 7-9, and nine and, and he improved to 9-8. and eight And last year he went 10-7 and went to the playoffs. But, but I think when you look at him as far as management, as far as him being a head coach for this football team, it's just not there. I, I think I think it goes back to last year. Seriously, when you when you get into that playoff debacle and you're up twenty seven to nothing and your defense is your pedigree, that's what that's what you're known for. Um, you, you know the third third largest lead in postseason history. Um, it, it just says a lot, of, and it's been a lot of questions about. I mean, you talked earlier in, in, in the segment about McCarthy and game management, time management. And decision-making. And I think that's what head coaches are known for. Can you be able to put your team, your players, in positions to win games? How do you manage the clock? How do you manage the last two minutes? How did you manage manage halves? How are you able to get your team to come from behind to win those closing games? And how are you able to win And when you have a significant lead? And I just think for him, he has not been able to do that. And 
you, you know, if he can't elevate his team with that talent, um, I, I think it's time to move on uh, from Staley. And, and I just think he's he, he's coaching for his job right now. Yeah, he is. And life doesn't get much easier for him either. Uh, Brandon Staley and those Chargers have to now go on the road after that hard-fought game against Dallas. And they got to play the Chiefs at Arrowhead. And that is just not going to be easy. By the way, got to ask you, man, are you shocked about how – I guess I don't even like it's exploded the Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift saga. I mean it's it's been crazy. Like his um, jersey sales went up like a thousand percent. His TikTok, his social media, like I mean it's they were showing Taylor Swift almost as much as they were showing the game the other night. I mean it's wild. Uh, uh, you, you know, Jay, I, I think it's it's a good storyline. It's it's good for television. I mean, anytime that you have celebrity stars, I mean it always. You know, it makes the news, and it's always a big deal. I mean, you can go way back to Joe DiMaggio and Marilyn Monroe. Oh, that's um, right. I didn't even think about you, that. You, you know, you, you got you know, you had Tom Brady and and Giselle. And Giselle. Yeah, I mean, you have Posh Spice, uh, David Beckham, Beyonce, and Jay Z. You know, Dwayne Wade. Uh, you know, Gabrielle Union, A Rod, and Jennifer Lopez. But for me, I just did never um, see um though all those people that you man- mentioned. I never saw Travis Kelsey. Uh, like up in that upper echelon, I saw more as kind of Gronk esque, but my goodness, Travis Kelsey going pretty smooth, getting a billionaire. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I think it's really good, good for Travis. You know, for me personally, you know, I'm more into the game. You know, I, I want to. Oh, see me the game. too. I, I see, just couldn't you know, believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think it's it's good. I mean, it's really good for for Travis. Uh, you know, I hope it works out. You know, Taylor Swift, she's you know, she's got a couple of bodies, um, but. You know, well, you he'll know, we'll be a see, song hopefully. soon enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you know, she has a she has a body count, so you know, we'll see how how that goes. She's dated a lot of celebrities, but it's really good for Travis Kelsey. And just to add on to that, you didn't really see Travis Kelsey as that type of guy. You know, you see Tom Brady with the smooth face, he got the big mm-hmm. dimple. You can you can see him kind of, but at the end of the day, for me, uh, I'm all about what's on the field, and I honestly, I really don't want to see Taylor Swift every game for about 30 minutes of that broadcast. Let me see some football. Yeah, I'm with you there. Now, one thing, <laughs> though, that didn't have anything to do with football, but that really caught my attention when the Eagles were playing the Jets was Aaron Rodgers was seen on the field before the game, throwing throwing the ball around, kind of like, you know, walking around, like looking like he's really serious about coming back this year. One that would—I mm-hmm. mean—do you think that he could actually make it back? I mean, is this possible? Well, I, I mean, I mean, I think it's definitely possible when you look at modern-day technology. Uh, it's possible. I, I think, I, I think it's plausible. Um, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen because I don't think the Jets make the playoffs. I Ooh. think if the Jets made the playoffs, I think we we might could see Aaron Rodgers fighting. But for Aaron Rodgers, what I do like is that he is really aggressively rehabbing. So if he does not come back this year. He will next he, year. He, yeah, he's showing that he's going to be 100% of this shows because the city, the team, the organization, and himself, for the first time since early on in his career with the Packers, that I really could see that fire. You know, after mm-hmm. he won a Super Bowl, you know, it's kind of been up and down. You know, he's he, he's been known more for off-the-season antics but but I saw the fire. I saw the excitement, and and I just see that he's not going to go out with that Achilles. But it's really good to see him throwing, being around the football team. Um, so so we'll see how it goes. I just don't think the Jets make the playoffs. Enjoying football, I think he realizes that um, you know like the you know there's not many years left, and uh, I think he's going to enjoy him while he's in New York. Now speaking of New York, I feel like they definitely have a top five defense. But I want to know 
Who are the top five defenses you think right now in the National Football League? Um, I, I like the Browns. I like the Jets. Uh, the Niners, uh, of course. The Cowboys, they're really able to get after the pass rush. Uh, I talked about the Ravens and the Lions. Um, and and team that we don't talk about is, is the Saints. Um because their offense is struggling. But the Chiefs and the Eagles are right there. So I named more than five, but you look at the Browns, the Jets, the Niners, the Cowboys, you know, the Ravens and the Lions, they're right there. I, I think when you look at defenses that really don't get um, a lot of publicity because of their offense, the Falcons and the Saints, um, I think they really have a good defense, but their offense is struggling. Terrible. So they, yeah, you know, so you don't see the complimentary as far as their defense, if their offense was a little bit better, I, I think their their records would be better. But the Falcons and Saints have a really good defense. You know, um, I'm, I'm with you right there. Uh, the thing also, though, like you, you kind of made me think about this. You mentioned that Browns team. What an impressive win that was last week against mm-hmm. the 49ers with P.J. Walker. Um, it was it was a crazy football game. Also took a missed field goal by the 49ers. But Browns held on to a 19-17 win. They're 3-2 and on the season. Um, they're playing great football. Miles Garrett is out of his damn mind. They're mm-hmm. going to get Deshaun Watson back. Are you a bil- bigger believer in the Browns right now or everybody's Super Bowl darling at the beginning of the se- season, the Cincinnati Bengals? Well, uh, you know, we just talked about the defenses, and the Browns have a t- terrific defense, which which would allow them to have a chance to win. Um, I, I think at the quarterback situation, Deshaun Watson, I don't think he's gotten back to the form. Um, they got him that huge contract. I think it's going to be about that. His health. Can he be able to pick this offense up? What they they can they can be an offense that can be complementary to that really good defense. But I believe more in the Bengals simply because they've been there. Joe Burrow is now healthy. He's looking like like Joe Burrow of old. Um, you know they've been to the AFC Championship in 2022-2023. I will lean more toward the Bengals. Uh, but I did say before the season I thought the Browns. And I thought the Steelers, I think they would be really competitive and really make that AFC North division really tough. Um, but I, I'm going to lean more toward the Bengals because they've been there. Can anybody slow down the Miami Dolphins? Well, Johnny, the Buffalo Bills were able to. Um, uh, the Buffalo Bills were able to play different coverages, uh, able to get some pressure. Um, that's a rivalry type of game. Um, but how they're playing right now with the weapons, with the speed, you know, they've got speed at, at, at every offensive position. The wide receiver spot, they've got really great running backs, the tight end spot, through a tackle of Aloha. You know, just give him some weapons. And he just shows you why he was one of the top, you know, quarterbacks coming out of college and, and how he played in Alabama. I think it's going to be a tough test this weekend for the Eagles. I, I think their secondary is a big question mark. They have to be able to get after Tua Tagovailoa. And I'm just going to go on the record now and say I think the Dolphins Win that football game simply because if it comes down to it, you get the you don't get the pass rush, you don't get the tip passes, you may not get the turnovers. I don't think that secondary can can play with the speed of the Dolphins. I'm gonna pick the Dolphins beating the beating the Eagles this weekend. Oh man, that's gonna be. And by the way, that game is gonna be wild. But I gotta just go back to one thing. What like? What were the Eagles doing last week? I mean, why was Jalen Hurts throwing that football? I mean, who the hell was he throwing it to and just giving that opportunity? You ha- you haven't seen that with the Eagles, but sh- since Shane Steichen's left, that offense and Jalen Hurts just don't look like they're you know going at one hundred percent. I think it's a it's a couple of things. Um, 
I think this overall, you, you talk about losing your offensive coordinator, and it goes back to defenses now know kind of what you're doing. Um, they get adjusted to you. They're, they're, they're ready for what happened last year. Last year, I'm not going to say it was just a surprise, but Jalen Hurts, let's be honest about it, he had a come-out year. They were able yeah, to run the football. He played very well. Now defenses now, you know, they've watched film, and, and I think it's always harder to duplicate the type of year that Jalen Hurts had. But look at the record. They're, they're, they're still one of the top teams. Um, but you have those stinker games. Let's, let's be honest about it. Those, you know, you got 17 games. You'll have that stinker game. I think the organization is really good. They'll bounce back from it. Hey, we looked at Joe Burrow early in the year, whether he was hurt or not. We haven't seen Joe Burrow play as poorly as he had played to start the year. Now he's back playing well. I think Jalen Hurts will bounce back, but it's going to be up to the offensive coordinator and the offensive coaches to be able to now to put those wrinkles in and to see if this defense can get back on track like they were last year. Man, man, speaking of a team that needs to get on track, my goodness, the Patriots. Is this thing going to completely – are the wheels going to completely fall off or is Bill going to somehow find a way to make them not be like the <laughs> embarrassment that they are currently in the NFL? Well, Johnny, is getting close, man. Those boats are loosening up on those wheels, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, did we think that we would be here with Bill Belichick? Now, you know, let's be honest. Never. Um, every dynasty – it, it, you know, you can't be a dynasty forever, right? Right. Um, but just the downfall of what we've seen from the departure of Tom Brady over the last three or four years is kind of mind-boggling. And for me, love Bill Belichick. I think he's arguably the best coach that has coached in the National Football League. But I think it's time after this season for Kraft to sit down with Bill Belichick and say, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to relinquish. I'm going to take the general manager duties from you. If you want to remain the coach, I want you to coach. Because you look at from 2013, 2014, let's look at the roster that Bill Belichick has built. Not a lot of pro bowlers. Um, I think in that span you've had only two all-pro, and one, one is a kick returner and one is a punter. So for Bill as a general manager, the rosters have been depleted as far as his draft choices. They haven't panned out. And, I, I, and when I look at this roster, you don't see a lot of talent. And I think the wheels are going to fall off. And I think it's going to have to come down to Kraft having a decision at the end of the year you know, with Bill Belichick. So, you know, we'll see. But right now they don't look like they can they can be the type of team toward the end of the year that's competing in that division. I mean, they, they just look awful, to be honest about it. It's, it's, it is, it's, it's crazy to see, like, how bad they actually really look, man. I mean, it, it's just wild. But, um, man, Russell, one other thing I got to know, man. Your Tigers are heading down to Birmingham <laughs> this week. Battle of the Bones. Memphis bring the Bones back. Man, it, it, it's great to see that, that rivalry. Um, it, it's going to be a tough game on the road, but I do think the Tigers bounce back, much like they were able to bounce back from Missouri with Boise State. Um, but before I end, first and foremost, this Tiger football team has a lot of talent, but they have to get started for a good start. They cannot yeah. continue to be down 10 nothing. cannot continue to be down 17 nothing. have to get a good start, and they have to protect the football on the road. I think they'll bounce back. Uh, I think they'll get a big win that's on the road. It's going to be tough, but they'll bring, bring the bones back that state lines of Tennessee to Memphis. Man, thank goodness. Russell Copeland, you know I'm from Memphis, from Buffalo, from the Packers, from the Eagles also because he joins me every single Wednesday. And, man, make sure you're listening to him when they're doing them Tigers games. Memphis UAB, 11 o'clock from Birmingham. Bring back them bones. Copeland, thank you so much for your times. Be blessed. We'll do it again next week, my friend. Thank you, Johnny. That is the great Russell Copeland. Speaking of greats, you know who else is uh, pretty much up there on a little Russell Copeland level, do you? Oh, that'd be Tito's Handmade Vodka. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Makes me think of that Sling Blade movie. I do love French fried potatoes. I love me some Tito's because it ain't made from potatoes. It ain't got no gluten in it. It's 100% corn, man. Mm-hmm. Now, corn's better for you. No gluten. Plus 80 proof. Six times distilled and distilled in classic copper pots. Mm-hmm. Gives it a very unique flavor. Slightly sweet with the black pepper note balancing everything out. Doesn't matter if you're crafting a cocktail or drinking it neat. Get your Tito's on today. Hardened wood on the other side. Sports 56, 98, 5FM. We are real sports talk. Sports 56 WHBQ. Available on your radio dial at 560 AM and 98.5 FM as well as around the world online at sports56whbq.com. Take us with you everywhere by downloading the Sports 56 app. And at home, just say, Alexa, play Sports 56. Wherever you are, stay tuned in to Real Sports Talk. Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. But you gotta be willing to take the hit and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you wanna be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. Now back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Tito's Vodka. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy Johnny Radio. Jay, no, man. It only came out once today. It's Brian Dacus and Johnny Hill hanging out with me. Uh, big thanks to Dustin Starr who came in a little bit earlier. He also put out a little, uh, what do you say, a trivia question. It's for Meddlesome Brewery uh, over in Col- um, Cordova. Always, never settle, always meddle, Okay. I gave away a $25 gift card. We finally got the answer. How many times has PG-13 won the Memphis Wrestling Tag Team Championship according to Wolfie D? 16 times is the answer. My man, John Garcia, you got it right. You are the winner. You can pick that up anytime between 9 and 4.30 up here at the uh, station. You can also figure it out where we're at, I'm sure. Now, um, we're about to talk a little bit of Hardenwood because it just feels so good. But I have to remind you, if you want Hardenwood, you got to look good. And you want to look good, you got to feel good. Where you look good and feel good, man, it's Frontier Western Store. They got all your jeans. They got all your fall fashion. They got you covered in head to toe. They got your hats. They got your boots. They got your shoes. They got it all. And not just for you, but your entire family because, yes, they have a children's department. They have a ladies' boutique. They have a men's section and the largest boot showroom on planet Earth. Western boots, work boots, dress boots, you name it, they got it. Frontier Western Store and FrontierWesternStore.com. You can shop online. They ship your order out within 24 hours. Bing, bang, boom, it arrives quickly. And any order of $75 or more is shipped absolutely free. That's Frontier Western Store and FrontierWesternStore.com. Let's go to Hardenwood. This is Access Hardenwood. Well, well, well. Remember yesterday? 
I've never really talked much about Britney Spears because, one, I feel bad for her. Do you remember when she used to be, like, cute and could sing and then she shaved her head? No, that was before my time. And lost her mind and then got really weird on the TikTok and the Instagram and dances with knives. And by the way, is that dancing? Is that really dancing what you would call she does? Because it doesn't look like dancing. It looks like crazy contortions and it looks like a mental person deranged. Hmm. Looking at themselves in the mirror, gyrating. Well, I mean, you know, I think I think uh, dance is all in the eye of the beholder, you know? Well, I did find out the reason I'm bringing this up is because, you know, actually people are reading her memoirs. And it's number one on Amazon. I cannot believe it's number one on Amazon. Like, everybody's reading about Britney Spears, really? So in my life right now, I can say this is, the whole world is completely screwed. Taylor Swift is considered the greatest artist and Britney Spears has the best book. Your generation is trash. Why? Because everyone's reading the the, the Britney Spears. Because of course it ain't my generation. Well, we ain't reading well, no Britney Spears well, on our well, Kindle. John, I mean, oh, I love. I, I have a Kindle. I don't have it with me. Um, but it's dead at home. Um, but John, I mean, think about it. I, a lot of people, after everything Britney's gone through with her uh, conservatorship and and the fight with her father and all this stuff, I mean. People want to hear what she has to say, so, I mean, it doesn't surprise me at all that this book is best-selling. Also, I mean, Britney Spears, for a while there, I mean, every every guy wanted to be with her, every girl wanted to be her, so, I mean, there's a yeah, lot of... Yeah, but that was a small stretch of her life. Like, it's that's amazing. That's true, but I she mean... She was a shooting star. She was. She burned bright, but she burned out quickly, bro. Like, you put her... Like, she went from 10 to 2 faster than anybody I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, I mean, but still, there's still, like, a very big cult following for, for Britney Spears. One of my, like, very close family friends, I actually referred to her as, like, a sister. She is a massive, uh, ta- uh, not Taylor Swift, Britney Spears fan. Honestly, what Taylor Swift is right now is what Britney Spears used to be. No, because so, Britney Spears was more than a six. Taylor Swift will never e- eclipse six so, so she So she she was bigger than what Taylor Swift is now. Yeah, she burned How about brighter, that? So you're she, making she a better apart. case for me than what I was trying but to Tay-Tay's, make. But Tay-Tay's, like, bank account. Right. Much bigger. I'm not surprised. I'll actually have to. I'll have to text my friend and ask her if she uh, if she's read this book or if she is reading this book and see. Who uh, do you feel more sorry for, Britney's ex boyfriends or Taylor Swift's ex boyfriends? Probably Taylor Swift. Uh, Britney Spears didn't wasn't known for making songs about all of her exes. That's kind of yeah. Running but could you imagine Swift. actually being married to that crazy lunatic? Like, how did Justin Timberlake well, stick with her as long as he did? Like, JT, what was wrong with you, brother? Well, By the I way, mean, speaking of, this is one of the things that's driving me crazy. Right now, one of the things that popped up on my ex, and the reason I'm bringing this up, is because it says, oh my gosh, people are finding out in her memoirs that sh- Justin Timberlake cheated on Britney Spears. Uh, yeah. Bro, no how, joke. How about that? Like, is that a big shocker? Uh-huh. Like, didn't he also cheat on Jessica Beale or whatever her name is? Uh, I, I don't I'm not familiar with JT and his uh, scandalous nature. If you were rich, famous, and you could dance the way he is, I'm sure you'd probably out there gyrating, practicing your dance moves on some, some Wait, so what are the, dance what are, girls. What are the criterias again? Be able to dance, and what else? Be rich. Be rich. Oh, I don't have that. Never no, mind. you don't have that, oh. bro. I can dance, though, and I'm famous. good looking, so that's two for three, I guess. Two for four if you had the famous part. You really think you can dance for real? Oh, yeah. Oh, Lord. Pop, lock, and drop it? (laughs) Oh, man. This guy.
I, I'm gonna laugh and cry. I don't. I don't need to see that. But um, yeah. Um, sorry. That was your Britney Spears update. Just been kind of a little bit shocked about that. Now, also needed to bring up. Have you seen the viral Chargers fan that has gone viral for people now saying that she's? You know what I'm talking about? The Chargers fan from the Dallas oh, yeah, Cowboys yeah, yeah. game. Yeah, she's like on the Pat McAfee show. Who is going? She's just going absolutely uh-huh. crazy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And people are out there saying that she was a planted. She's fan. a planted yeah. fan. Uh-huh. Bro, what are you talking about, Planet Fan? Like, what in the hell? Like, conspiracy theory. Like, hey, there's a lot of conspiracy theories that I thought were crazy that actually turned out to be true. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's just true. Sure. Like, and if you don't believe in conspiracy theories, it, like, in this day and age, then, you know, you're like, have you paid any attention mm. to anything? I do like a good conspiracy theory. But John. this conspiracy theory is stupid. Like, the proof that people were coming back is because she had face paint in a Minnesota Vikings jersey on well guess what i did a little deep dive on the x last night her son plays for a peewee football team called the vikings and she's just a good mom and went all in Mm -hmm. nfl don't need to plant no fans you know how many people are cracked out for a little national football league action well, I think... Like, I, people mainlining right now. No, no, absolutely. They're I think, getting their tourniquets out. They're I, shooting up the NFL. I think the problem is, is the Chargers have lacked uh, fans at their games, and there was a significantly more amount of Cowboys fans at that game Monday night than Chargers fans. So I think the idea was they needed to show some sort of Chargers fans, so why not plant an overly animated... Um, Chargers fan, and just show her every single play. Well, I, I just know one thing. She said she was wished to, she wished she was being paid. She says, um, you know, she's just a mom. Who Honestly, loves... probably the best thing to happen to her. By um, the way, the kids even it's a pee wee football game. I mean, this mom's geared up with war paint on and a full Minnesota um, Vikings gear on for her, her son's pee wee flag football game. John, bro. this John, mom's this, she's just a little extra. John, if I if I might, um, I had a uh, when I was in middle school, I had a buddy who was dating this girl, and uh, you know, young love and that sort of thing. Um, and he his so the girl he was dating was on the swim team and so oh she wow he got him a little swimmer huh she convinced him uh john we were in like sixth grade um she convinced so him she wasn't really talented she just was like no, part of the she team just like you know to swim okay. so she convinced him to be on the swim team and then he one by one convinced our entire friend group to be on the swim team i was the last one that needed convincing i did not want i can't swim to be you know very frank. Wait, wait, in real life yeah I doggy paddle like um, right now yeah i can't like i don't know how to swim i, I can doggy paddle i can like float I just can't like the you know the actual like swim technique. I don't know. I don't understand. Interesting. I can't dive into a pool either. So when I was on the swim team, every time they would shoot off the little gun to start a race, everyone else would dive into the water. I would cannonball into the water, and then I would start swimming. Not, um, not real good about like uh-uh. getting that little push. No, no. But I'm very long, so I could I could kind of gain on some people. Said. Um. So so this girl, her father, I'll her name was I'm not gonna say her real name. Her name was Grace. We'll call her Grace. Um, her father would come to matches and he would take his shirt off before the swim swimming match started and whip his shirt around his head and on his chest he had painted I heart grace. That was it's a similar thing, right? Like, I mean, yeah, that's pretty strong. Yeah. I gotta admit, in the is sixth right? grade though, man. Yeah. Like, We're all like who's this guy? Like She's like, That's my dad. I was like, Oh, okay. That was, that, uh-huh. that was for a swim meet. Yeah. Interesting. How about that? Well see, there's a lot of people out there that are a little extra. So, man, leave this poor lady alone. She ain't a plant. Quit saying the NFL's got to plant fans. NFL, everybody watches the NFL. And if you ain't watching the NFL, what the hell are you doing? Good question. Like, seriously. 
Now, um, you know who Kevin Porter Jr. is, right? Yeah, KPJ. Um, he's had a pretty rough go of it in uh, foot uh, in the bat. I'm sorry, in basketball. Um, you saw that he got like basically traded and just dropped yesterday, right? Uh huh. Um, you know why he keeps getting in trouble? Why is that? Um, abuse. Like oh oh yeah, I thought you had like like a like another conspiracy theory or something. Oh no 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 no, no no. But after he was basically just dropped, mm-hmm. now his ex is coming out and saying that the guard never did any of these things. He never assaulted her on really? September 11th in the New York City um, Millennium Hilton New York Hotel. He never struck her. He never choked her. He never left lacerations over her eye, and she never had a fractured vertebrae in her neck. Um, oh, right. He didn't hit me, she says, in many, many, many things. Um, he said he definitely never punched me in the face. Well, if he didn't hit you, then he definitely didn't punch you in the face, right? Okay, right. all right. But he said, uh, he said, it's, she says it's all a lie. Um, she says she also didn't have any, any injuries to support any of these claims. She says they're not dating. She has no reason to say this. Um, but man, um, I'm sure you remember when all this stuff was going on, right? Because again, he was yeah, traded absolutely. to the Thunder yesterday, basically, and cut. Yeah, that's why he was trading. Um, again, he's facing second degree strangulation and third degree assault charges in New York currently. Um, is this too little, too late to try and even like save his career? Yeah, I think so. Like, I mean, I appreciate her coming out now because now she realizes that, oh, wait. Um, I mean, I don't know why she's coming out, to be honest with you. I don't know why she gives a damn. Like, they're not together anymore, and if he did all those things and... Yeah, I mean, I, that's always a tricky... Deal with that, John. Uh, a, a very tricky situation because you, you really never know when... Once somebody says something like that, you, you right don't know now, where, where it Even with from. the allegations, and again, this didn't have... This, the, he was not alleged to have done these things just one time. Right, This exactly. is multiple occasions. That's what I'm worried about. Like, I the mean, whole repeat situation yeah. is the problem here. Yeah. Again, like, fool me once, mm-hmm. fool me twice, and, damn me, fool me three times, and, and they said a hippie yeah. lettuce didn't make you stupid. And people who tend to do these type of things also tend to try to find ways to make the people who are uh, accusing them of these things to recant their statements. So, um, it's it's a very tricky situation. Man, I just, ooh, terrible, terrible situation. But a man with a lot of promise and an opportunity to make a lot of money playing an amazing game. Um, looks like because he's a damn lunatic, it ain't going to happen. Not going to happen. Now, do you want to know something that's just so crazy to me? Sure. Dude, Jake Paul, I told you about I haven't watched it yet. Um, everybody's talking about it. I want to see this. The little Netflix documentary. There's a little Netflix yeah. documentary. But again, the, 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 I didn't realize he's 20, like... He's dating this 24-year-old Dutch beauty queen. Have you seen this girl? Uh, no, I have not. Yeah, she's very, very attractive. Got to give her a, a, like, I got to give Jake some props here. Okay. But, man, she tweeted out a whole bunch of, like, lovey stuff after six months. Like, six-month anniversary. Is six months really an anniversary is my question. Like, is it, oh, happy no. six-month anniversary, the greatest six months of my life. Oh, it's hugs happier. and kisses yeah. and, and <laughs> we're silly together. Six months ain't no anniversary, man. No, 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 no. 
six anniversary. Months, after six months, after, usually after six months, it's like when you finally feel comfortable to like put yeah. on your holy flannels and uh-huh. um, you, she might actually see the real you and you're yeah. not actually really that nice. Uh-huh. Or he might be getting ready yeah. to leave because he's had his six months. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like some people, I don't know. What do you think? 901-360-8255. Is six months really an anniversary? Now, we have got to get into um, the game. And I'm talking about the game, baseball tonight. Game number three. We got the Astros. We got the Texas Rangers. It's the battle for Houston. Texas has not lost a baseball game in this postseason. They are 1-0 at home, but they are 6-0 on the road. They are dominating people. They beat up on the Rays. They slapped the Orioles. And now they're slapping the defending world champion Astros. They got Max Scherzer on the bump. First time pitching in a long time in a month. But my man, he's a bulldog. He's thrown a few bullpen sessions. He's been feeling great, he says, for about two weeks. On the other side, Christian Javier. And um, he, on the other hand, he can walk a lot of batters. You allow Texas to get on base and put guys in front of them the way they're hitting the ball, um, that could spell bad, bad things. We're going to break down the matchup on the other side, so don't touch the dial. But for all you people out there who have not been taking my betting advice, four and out since I came back from vacation, right. you're very, very, very welcome. Well, if you need to sell your house because you haven't been listening to me, 901-406-1101. That's 901-406-1101. Call my buddy Bill at I Buy Houses. Any house, any area, as is, it is as simple as that. Just pick up the phone, call 901-406-1101. That's 901-406-1101. And say what up to Bill at I Buy Houses. And it's also guaranteed to close in five days. It really is that simple. We're back in two shakes. Sports 56, 98, 5FM. Join the voice of the Tigers, Dave Woloshin, for Wolo and Friends. Weekday mornings from 10 to 11, here on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. That is one of those things, when things get too heavy, just call me helium. Now, back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Tito's Vodka. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy Johnny Radio, hanging out with Brian Dacus, man. We talked all kinds of things in the NFL, man. We talked all about it, man, with Russell Copeland today about 12 o'clock. We also jumped into a little wrestling because, you know, tomorrow I'm going to have Dax Harwood, tag team superstar. Also on Friday, I'm going to have Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, you are. Super, super duper stars. Uh-huh. Man, don't play no games when it comes to wrestling, man. That's right. Now, um, we're going to break that all down, but, man, we got to talk a little bit of baseball. we got um, a big, big game tonight, game number three, Astros-Rangers. The Rangers, I know I've, I've said this. You have to know it if you've been listening. They haven't lost a game in the postseason. They went, on, they went down to Tampa and said, smack, smack. That's right. That's exactly what they said. Baltimore, smack, smack. Right. Smack, now they're smack, doing smack. the same thing in the ALCS. Um, they are destroying it. And, you know, 
The Astros at home threw out their best two pitchers on extended rest. You got the best from the Astros in game one and game two. And guess what? Texas still came out on top. Mm-hmm. Well, now you go to Christian Javier. Let me just tell you something. I don't know if you know this. Christian Javier throws his fastball 60% of the time. Sure does. He lives with it. And by the way, this is in 2022, Christian Javier with a .97 whip or a 2.59 ERA. This is 2023, Christian. And my man's whip is all the way up to 1.27. His ERA is up almost, almost to 5. Not the same dude. And have you been watching Texas in the postseason? Oh, yeah. What do they do? They hit, hit, they the, hit the hunt the fastballs. Ball. They yeah. hunt them early in the count. And they go out there and beat the brakes off those suckers. Mm-hmm. This is a terrible matchup. And I went back and looked at this. Do you know who who had like Christian Javier's worst start of the season was against? It happened to be in July. And it was against the Rangers. Sure was, yeah. Four and a third innings. Mm-hmm. Gave up nine runs. Got beat up. You're telling me I can take the Rangers right now? I need to do it now because it was 120 when I got here. It's 130 right Mm, now. People hammering the Rangers. People listening to us, John, hammering the Rangers. That's what it's been. I'm hammering the damn Rangers. Good. I'm taking them out. Yes. 3-0. Game three is crucial. A lot of people are like, oh, man, their backs are against the wall. Your Don Alvarez is the hidden machine. He's come to play even though he hadn't felt good in the series. But Kyle Tucker, I'm sorry. He has been missing from this postseason, especially missing from these last two ball games. Mm-hmm. Alex Bregman got him a little job, but clutch hitting, couldn't get it done. Altuve hadn't had that big moment. I mean, the big moment he had it was when bases were loaded and he struck out. You know? I know it. That was that was huge. Put the ball in play, you get a little bit of run action. No, 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 no. Does not happen. So I'm telling you right now, I know a lot of people are thinking Houston's got to make this a series. Well... Their big guns have already been shot, and they got swatted down. Now they're bringing out a pea shooter, and the Rangers are about to take this bad boy yard all day. Plus, we didn't even mention the Bulldog has come out, Max Scherzer. And Bruce Bochy said this yesterday. He said Max has been annoying the hell out of him for the last 10 days trying to get on the bump. I believe it. You know he's ready. He said he's 100%. Man, if he's ninety percent max and all bulldog, I'm definitely I'm definitely taking him. I mean, the dude has two different color eyeballs. All right, he does have that. Some scary stuff right there. I thought every time I see him, I think I'm on acid. Mm. I have to like check myself. <laughs> but make sure you check yourself. Don't wreck yourself. Let's just rock with the Rangers and have a really good night. We'll be back tomorrow for Bryant Dacus. I'm John Harden. I hope y'all get out there. Make this world a better place. We'll see you on the flip side. Peace. Peace.